When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, you guys. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I am so, so, so happy you are here. Happy Thursday, you guys. We have made it through the week. Well, you have as of now. As of now, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so it still feels like we are really struggling through it, but you're going to be listening to this on a Thursday, and guess what? That means that we're already through the week. It's amazing. Happy Thursday, you guys. Hope you all have had a great week so far. I will let you guys know the daylight savings is really, it, it is a struggle for me. It is making me so tired constantly. I'm really like having to force myself to stay awake. Yesterday, I, uh, or no, when was it? It was Sunday. The day the daylight savings started, I was on a walk with my friend at around like 2.30 and you would have thought it was five o'clock outside. Like the lighting, it was dim. It was like the sun was setting. I was like, what is happening? It was very odd, very strange. I did not love it. I still don't, but I'm getting used to it. I believe we have an extra hour of sleep because of it. So that I'm not mad about, but for whatever reason... I'm still more tired. I don't know what's happening. But anyways, that's my rant on daylight savings. I know some part of the country doesn't have it. I don't, and I don't really, I don't get it. Nothing makes sense to me about it. It's just one of those things that I just will never understand. But regardless, whether or not you have been experiencing daylight savings, happy Thursday. Hope you all are having a great week so far. And today is really, really exciting. We are doing something very fun on My Thoughts Exactly today, and it is a My Thoughts Exactly first. And honestly, a first in my social media journey in general. I've never done something like this. And I want to give a little bit of a backstory as to why I wanted to do this. This today. So as you can tell by the title, we are doing me reacting to your unpopular opinions. As of late, I have definitely been in a I don't even know what you would say, like a YouTube rewind era. Like I have been going back and watching YouTube videos from like the 2015, 16s to like basically 2015 to 2020. Like that's the realm that I've been in lately. And it has just brought me so much comfort. Like it has really, truly been one of those things where I'm like, this is where I belong. Like I love this era. It is a great era. And in doing so, as you guys will may or may not know, like if you remember that era of YouTube, it was a lot of tags. It was a lot of videos like re reacting to your unpopular opinions. It was a lot of like videos of that sort. And so that is what really inspired me to want 
to do a video or an episode like this today. So like I said, as you guys can tell, I'm going to be reacting to your unpopular opinions today. And I'm very, very, very excited to do so. And I have not looked at these yet. So it's just going to kind of be like a rapid fire, whatever I'm feeling, I'm going to react. And that is how we're going to go about this. So I'm going to start with the ones that were on the My Thoughts Exactly page. And then we're going to move over to the ones that were on my Savannah Brimer Instagram. So if you do not follow either of those, make sure you do because I'm constantly asking you guys for, you know, either questions or you guys to be a part of an episode or asking for episode topics, et cetera, et cetera. So make sure you go and follow those if you aren't already. Okay, let's get into it. I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom. Here we go. Okay, first one. Target is not that great. This one hurts me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> As someone who is a diehard Target stan, I can understand feeling like it's overrated. I definitely can understand that because I feel like I've been feeling that way too as of late. Like I feel like three, four years ago, I was like, this is the greatest place ever. Now I go there and I'm like, I love it for the experience. Like I love getting my little coffee and I love like strolling through the aisles and having my little movie moment. But other than that, like I never go and leave with a lot, if that makes sense. Like I'm never going there. I know some people are like, oh, I go and Target tells me what I need or I go and, you know, I go in for one thing. I left with, you know, 10 things. And that's not really been my vibe as of lately, but I do love it for the experience. But as far as what it is in and of itself, I don't like I'm not crazy about it. It definitely has good things. Like if I need to go pick up something like for the guest bathroom, like bath towels or, you know, a bath mat or shower curtain or candles or whatever. And it's like the only place I could go, I'm going to go. But there are also other places that I could go instead. And Target is just generally like expensive in and of itself. So I feel like, you know, I don't know. It just, it, I understand. I can understand that one. It hurts a little bit because I love Target for the experience, but I do think if you look at the nitty gritty of like what Target is and what it's doing and like what it sells, I agree with you. I think it is a little overrated, but I'm still going to go. So <laughs> there's that. Next one. I think Beyonce is trash. See, this hurts. Now my feelings are getting hurt. I I love Beyonce. I really do. And the, the great thing is, is that we can all have our differing opinions, right? Maybe I needed to put a disclaimer before we started this episode. It is okay to have differing opinions. It is okay that we all think differently and that we have, you know, differing opinions. I feel like I shouldn't even need to say that, but just in case I do, that is what makes us human. That is what makes us all so great is because we all can think for ourselves. And I love that. And this is just me on my thoughts exactly reacting to your thoughts. So, you know, I feel like that was a disclaimer that needed to be said in the beginning, but I think Beyonce is trash. I do not. I do not think Beyonce is trash, but I do know some people who, you know, aren't her biggest fan and that's fine. I just think that my personal opinion is like, you can't not recognize talent when you see it. Like, talent is talent and she is just beyond talented. I saw her in concert in July and it was like amazing. Vocally, she's insane. Like she can just stand there and sing and it's like, that's all she needs to do. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's angelic. She is perfection, but I do understand. Like, it's just, she's not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. Next one, relationships don't work or aren't solid if one's mental health isn't being addressed. Yeah, I don't even think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that that's more of like a 
you know, kind of like a, yeah, like the common sense opinion. Like I feel like if someone, you know, if you're in a partnership, if you're in a relationship and someone's mental health is lagging and that's not being addressed, if that's not being communicated, then yeah, it is going to really impact the relationship as a whole because you have someone who's just not there a hundred percent and isn't being recognized for how they feel. And in turn, it deteriorates the relationship. So I agree with that. And I think it's really important to communicate with your partner when you are having times like that within yourself and also having kind of like check-ins with your partner as well to make sure that they're doing okay with their mental health too. I agree. Okay. Next one. Pickles should be illegal. I like pickles, so I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Um, I have recently been on a pickle kick. If you know, there is like these ones in Whole Foods. I forget the brand. I talked about it in a in a vlog. They're like the pickle chips. Like they have the ridges in them. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. I could eat those all day long. Okay, next. Here we go. Influencers shouldn't get paid as much as they do. Okay, here's the thing. I. I agree. I agree. I think that when you look as a whole, when you just blanket statement, when you look at everyone in the world and all the careers and all the jobs and all of the things that people can do with their lives and you see, you know, how much, for example, like teachers, let's put that out for example, like teachers or, you know, the police or people of, you know, like that. And then you compare their paycheck to like an influencer's paycheck I agree in that sense I do think that influencers get paid too much and there's some people who have different jobs that are you know on a day-to-day harder than what influencers have to do and I'm not taking away from the work that influencers do I'm not taking away from the work that goes into it because it is a lot of freaking work it's a lot of work it is so much work however there are also other jobs out there that require you know just as much if not more work that should be compensated for that. So I do agree because there are, you know, if it was an even playing field, I would be like, you know, whatever, but it's not. And that's not how the world works. You have people in other careers that are, you know, more taxing and more grueling and it's more strenuous. And so I definitely think that, you know, in that sense, they are overpaid. And that isn't to say that there isn't, you know, its own set of I mean, okay, that isn't to say that with being an influencer doesn't come with its own set of stipulations. You know, there are certain things about being an influencer that you just kind of have to prepare for mentally. It can be very mentally taxing. You're opening yourself up to the world's opinions and that in and of itself is a lot. But I do, I I agree with you. I'm just going to stop there. I do agree with you. Next one, I like some of her music, but Taylor Swift is overrated. All right, here's my thoughts on this. I would have agreed with you not too long ago. Like this time last year, I would have totally agreed with you. And honestly, like I have agreed in certain ways about this because even now, like when her new albums come out and everyone like loses their shit over it, I do tell like my friends and I have these conversations with them. I'm like, what's wild is we're acting like she's putting out a brand new album. Like, yes, there are tracks from the vault or whatever that get released. And I will say I loved 1989's like vault tracks. Like, is it over? Say, don't go. Like that is, it's, it's everything. 
but I have this conversation with my friends all the time. I'm like, it's not like she's doing anything that's wildly different. Like she's coming out with the same albums, like these same songs. <laughs> but so that's the one part of it where I'm like, yeah, no, it's overrated because everyone's like losing their shit over her. And she is like quite literally the most famous pop star at the moment, like unarguably. But then there's a the part of me that's like, I went to her concert. And when you see that concert, it changes things. It really, really does. You start to see it. The production that she puts on, like every concert that I have been to thus far afterwards doesn't even hold a candle. And I went to Beyonce. You know, I've gone to several concerts since then. Taylor Swift is in her own category. She's in her own realm. And like, it just is untouchable as far as I can see thus far. And so in that perspective, I don't, or sorry, I don't agree. Like, I just don't agree. I think that she is perfectly rated in that perspective and in that sense. But when you think about, you know, like I said in the beginning, like the fact that, you know, she just is putting out her same music. Like, and I wonder if it would have the same effect if, you know, a different pop star would have done it. I know I see a lot of people saying that Justin Bieber, like they want Justin Bieber to have an Eras tour. And I think that that would be popular. I don't think it would be as popular, but I think it would be popular. I just think that because no one ever has done something like this before in the fashion that she's doing it in, it has amplified it to honestly like an unbelievable extent. So I don't know. I don't think she's overrated, but I understand why people think that she is. So I get it, but I don't, but I do. <laughs> okay, next one. Alone time is underrated. Okay, I don't know if this is, that's an unpopular opinion, but I'm sure it is to some people because I know that some people don't like being alone and like that's like their least favorite thing ever. Being alone is like probably one of my favorite things ever. I love being alone. Like tonight, Hayden's going off to a work dinner. I have nothing else going on like after I finish up my work day and I am so excited to not have to talk to anyone and I just get to be alone. Like it is the best thing ever. What I love about actually living with my boyfriend is the fact that we get to be in the same house, but doing separate things. And like, I get my alone time, but he's still there. Like, I love that. I think alone time is very crucial and very necessary, whether or not you're single or living with someone or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think having alone time to reset, recharge. I don't know about you guys, but like, I need to recharge my social battery. Like after seeing people, you know, a lot, <laughs> I need to take a break. I need to recharge my social battery. Otherwise, no one's going to have a good time. You know, I'm not going to be enjoyable to be around. I'm not going to be like, like I'll fake it and I'll put a smile on, but like, I'm not going to be enjoying it. Like, I'm not going to be enjoying myself. I'm not going to be enjoying my surroundings and the people that I'm around. It's just not going to be fun. And so I think that having that alone time to recharge and reset and like do what you got to do, like that's the best. So to me personally, it's not underrated because I do not take that shit for granted at all. It actually like fuels my fire. It lights me up inside to be able to be like, I just get to be alone tonight. I'm so excited. But it's funny. Like I, as I was just saying, like I like being alone but not like physically alone. Like if that makes sense, like when Hayden's here and he's like in his, you know, office doing his thing and I'm doing my thing and we get to be alone, but in the same house. I love that. But whenever he leaves, like after the first like few hours, I'm like, like I'm bored. And so, you know, I think it's just different like circumstantially, but I don't think for me alone time is not underrated because I take advantage of that and I appreciate it so freaking much but again I think it is incredibly crucial for everyone to have alone time so take that with what you will all right moving on 
And I'm going to reword this one in a just in a blanket statement kind of deal because this one does kind of go into detail, but I'm just going to blanket statement it. And that is that children need more discipline. The thing is, is I feel like I really have no room to talk on this situation because I'm not a parent. And so I feel like for me to sit here and like give my opinion on something like this when I don't have children of my own is kind of hypocritical. And I really feel like I have no room. Like I feel like I just have no room to talk about this. Um, What I will say is, you know, when thinking about having kids and thinking about that phase of my life, I also have very young nieces and nephews that I see very regularly. And as an aunt, it's not really my position to discipline children. However, you do kind of like gear them a little bit. You know, I'm never the disciplinarian, but you know, I just try and guide and gear where I can. And, you know, I do think that when I have kids, it's obviously going to be different. And here's the thing. It's just so hard to talk about because like I can sit here and say what I want to do and what I think I'm going to do. But when it comes down to it, I might do something completely different. So I don't know. But when I think about having kids, I obviously, you know, I think about I'm such a type A person. I thrive off of structure and I definitely want to implement that into my children's lives as well. I want to teach them manners. I want to teach them respect. I grew up in a very loving household. Um, I grew up in a household that, you know, I did have consequences to my actions, but my, you know, my day-to-day and my world was surrounded by a lot of love from my mom and my dad and I'm very lucky for that and I do want to kind of implement that same um I don't know what you would call it like that those same tendencies onto my future children but I do think you know everyone needs a little bit of discipline. Everyone needs a little bit of structure and that's going to look different for everyone. I think that each parent is different. I think that each person is different and whatever works for you and your family, like that's all that matters. So like if you thrive off of giving your children like, you know, constructive discipline or consequences for certain actions. And if that works for you, then that works for you. And if you don't, then you don't. There's so many different parenting styles out there now that like I can't even wrap my head around them. That honestly, it like makes me nervous for when that time does come because I'm like, I'm, I don't even know what I'm going to do. But I do think that, you know, discipline within a certain realm isn't the worst thing. Now, when we talk about kids need more discipline, I don't know what kids you're necessarily referring to, but I do think that, you know, I get what you're saying. I do. I I get what you're saying. It's just hard because I feel like I'm not a parent, so I don't really have a lot of ground to stand on in this argument. Okay, moving on. And this one is more so directed just at me, but it is you prefer colder weather over hotter weather. Okay, sorry. (laughs) You prefer colder weather over hot hotter weather why can't I talk hotter weather you prefer colder weather over hotter weather by the way I love you you're the best I love you too and yeah you're right I do prefer colder weather over hotter weather really any day of the week I will choose colder weather I would always prefer to be cold rather than warm and I know a lot of people are gonna fight me on this and that is completely fine I just always prefer the cold I do I like how to like the outfits that I can wear in colder weather. I like the blankets. I like the candles. I like, you know, the warm food, the soups and the pastas and like all that. I love it. I love it. Just cold weather brings the best vibes. And like I wake up in the morning, I walk outside and I'm like, oh, like I'm awake. Like I don't even need coffee because it just like wakes me right up. Like I love colder weather. And it doesn't mean I like gray and cloudy. Like right now it's cold outside, but it's sunny. Like I can get down with that. You know, I love cold weather and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I do feel like that is a very unpopular opinion. I feel like most people really much more enjoy warmer weather, which is fine. And I understand it. But like for me in my day to day, I like colder weather. Sorry. 
Next one. Dr. Pepper is nasty. Okay. I've, I don't know if I've ever had a Dr. Pepper. I don't drink soda. Um, so I don't really know about that one. So for me, like soda as a whole is not my favorite because I just don't drink it. Dr. Pepper, I've never had. I have no interest in ever having it either. So I don't know. In my opinion, yeah, I'd agree with you because I just don't like soda, but that's that. Next one. It is okay not to post your boyfriend on social media. Yeah, I agree. And here's the thing. I think there's a difference between hiding that you have a significant other versus just keeping your peace bubble. Like, and I do think that those are two very different things. I know some people really don't like when their significant other is not posting them or, you know, I've had conversations with my friends about it where they will get really, you know, pent up over the fact that their boyfriend hasn't posted them on social media. And, you know, I kind I don't know. Is it hypocritical to say, or not hypocritical, but double standard to say, like, sometimes I feel like it's different for guys than girls. I guess it just depends. You know, I'm 100%, you know, in for kind of that, uh, what is it? The soft launch photos where, like, you show that you're with someone, but, like, don't show their face. Or, like, you know, you show that you're doing a couple thing, but, like, you don't tag them. Like, I... I definitely like those. I just think that there's a difference between hiding. Like when you're hiding it, I think that's when it gets weird because you're like, why are you hiding it? What do you have to hide? Who are you trying to hide this from? That's when I start to be like, that's a little sketch. But I know for me personally, like I didn't show Hayden for, what was it? A year and a half? Yeah, like I didn't show Hayden for a year and a half on social media. And that wasn't because I was hiding him. I was just more so trying to protect my little peace bubble because I feel like in my last relationship, I was so just like always posting about him. And like, you know, he was in all of my videos. And then when I took that away, when we started to have problems, it created more of a problem because it was like, why aren't you posting him? And like, what happened and what's wrong? And it leads for a lot of speculation and it just honestly made things worse. And so I always told myself when I get into my next relationship, I'm gonna be much more aware of that and just more, I don't know, protective. Like I'm protective over my relationship. I'm protective over, you know, my little family and I'm protective over myself and like my own mental sanity. And like, I don't know, I don't feel the need to be constantly posting my boyfriend on social media. Like, what am I proving? Like, who am I, what am I trying to prove? Like, I know I have one. I know he's here. He's upstairs right now. Like it doesn't to me, you know, it's not necessary. If we put, if we have a cute picture, I'm going to post it, but I'm not going to go out of my way. And I do think that there's something to be said about those couples that like when it's their anniversary or a birthday. And like, I think the saying goes like the longer the caption, like the worse the relationship. And I know I'm going to probably get some backlash on that. But you know, when you see those couples have the longest captions of like all of the ups and downs that we've been through and we've gone through hell and back. And it's like, oh, like, what are you trying to prove? Like, I don't know. Whenever I see, you know, couples and they're so in your face about the fact that they're in a relationship, it's like, we get it. Like, we get it. And that's not even on like, you know, I don't know, bitter. That's not, that's not on being bitter because like I have one too, (laughs) but like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's really strange when people are so in their face about it. Like we get it. You're happy, be happy. But I think that there's a very obvious line. And so to answer that and to sum it up, no, I don't think that there's any wrong, anything wrong with not posting your boyfriend on social media, like at all. Okay, next one is that Chick-fil-A is overrated. 
I don't agree. I think Chick-fil-A is so good. I don't eat fast food. Like the only fast food I'll eat is like Chipotle and Starbucks and Chick-fil-A. Like that's it. And so, and I don't, I don't know, whatever. You say what you want about it. But like, I love Chick-fil-A. Literally love it. I think it's so good. I was just thinking the other day, I've never had like their spicy chicken sandwich. I really want to try that. The only thing that I get from Chick-fil-A is the nuggets. And usually I get the grilled nuggets and then I'll get, I'll get the eight count grilled nuggets with a side of ranch and a side of buffalo. And I'll just like dip in both and it's literally the best combination ever and it's like fairly healthy for you like with all things considered so I love Chick-fil-A and their waffle fries are so good their Chick-fil-A sauce is so good and everyone's so freaking nice there I think I just love it enough for that reason alone like everyone is so nice at Chick-fil-A it is such an enjoyable experience and I you know the they put out good food I'm sorry it's really good like for fast food I would say that Chick-fil-A is actually really really good so I would have to disagree with you there but I could see maybe why you would why you would think that so not hating not hating Okay, next one. Expecting bridesmaids to spend hundreds of dollars in extravagant batch trips is ridiculous. Well, they didn't say is ridiculous. I'm saying is ridiculous because they just stopped at batch trips, but I'm assuming you think that that's ridiculous. And I would agree. You know, again, I'm not married or engaged or anything. So I don't think that I have a lot of room to talk about it. But, you know, when I think about it, I would never want anyone to like, pay more like a lot of money to you know I don't know I just I always feel weird when people spend money on me to begin with so like I couldn't even imagine like telling people to spend an extravagant amount of money you know on me for a time like that I know some people like some brides are really into it like I just I don't know I don't agree with it I think that I understand that people want to have their special day and their special time and like I think that there is a reasonable amount to ask for in that regard and I don't know what that is because again I'm not in that place I'm not in that time of my life to know what that looks like but again I think that you know just you have to be a little bit you know aware you know, of what your situation is, what your bridesmaid situations are. And I think to go above and beyond, like I've heard horror stories of people saying that they went on bachelorette trips and it was like this whole thing. They were expected to pay for everything. And, you know, I think it's totally fine for you to advocate for yourself and be like, listen, I love you, but like, I am just not in a place where I am willing to do this. And like, you have to have boundaries. You really do. But I agree with you. I think it's a little ridiculous. Next one. Okay. This is about One Tree Hill and it says, I love Brooke, but it should have always been Lucas and Peyton. And I agree. I go back and forth on this all the time because I truly believe like I think you guys know I talked about it. I recently just rewatched One Tree Hill probably like two months ago from like start to finish. It took me a couple months and I love Brooke like through and through. I love Brooke. I am a like I resonate with her. I feel like when I'm watching TV, I'm like she is me and I am her like I we get each other and she is my favorite character and it's really hard because Lucas Lucas, like, I don't know, this time watching it through, I felt like he had a little bit of a hero complex. And I talked about this before, where like this time watching it through, I was like, 
I used to love you, but now like you're driving me a little nuts because you're getting in everyone's business and like stay in your own lane. But I do agree, like, you know, with Lucas being my favorite character, Brooke being my favorite character, it always was Lucas and Peyton. And I actually recently saw, I think it was a TikTok where Chad Michael Murray, who plays Lucas Scott, he was at a convention for One Tree Hill, I believe. And someone asked him, like, do you think it should have been Brooke and Lucas or Lucas and Peyton? And he said, he's like, it should have always been Lucas and Peyton. Like it was always Lucas and Peyton from the very beginning. And like that made my heart literally melt because it's so true. Like it is always has been Lucas and Peyton from the very beginning. And I do agree that they are great for each other. They were the best couple. And like that love story was so like, oh, it was like so good to watch unfold. And I do think that Brooke and Julian... Like they are just, they're also meant for each other. So I feel like everyone who was meant to be, like everyone fell in line with who they were meant to be with. And I do think that Lucas and Peyton were always for each other. But I think that Lucas and Brooke needed their time too. Like I think that, I'm sorry that if you don't like One Tree Hill, you're like Spanish, shut the fuck up. But like, I do think that Lucas and Brooke needed their moment to decide that they were not right for each other. And that was like a very painful time to watch, especially when it came to like Haley and Nathan's wedding and all of that. And like watching that unfold. It was just very hard to watch, but I love Brooke. Brooke is my girl. Okay, moving on. Duncan over Starbucks. Here's the thing. This is going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't like Starbucks. <laughs> um, I And this is kind of contradicting because I have the Starbucks K-Cups like for my Keurig. Like that's the K-Cups that I use. But for whatever reason, when I go to Starbucks and I drink their coffee, I want to take a nap afterwards. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But that's just that's just the way it is. So I don't really go to Starbucks at all anymore. And the one thing that I love from Starbucks, I will say, is their cake pops. And I really want to go to Starbucks and get their peppermint brownie cake pop. It definitely goes against my gluten-free, dairy-free, but we're just going to have to live with it. Um, I love it. Yeah, those 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 are the best things for me personally. And I also love their egg bites. But other than that, I don't like Starbucks. I also haven't really been to Dunkin'. That many times. I think in my life I've maybe been like twice. And I will say their coffee was really good the times that I went and it gave me a lot more energy. So in that regard, I will say Dunkin' wins. But again, I've had much more Starbucks experiences or many more Starbucks experiences than I have had with Dunkin'. So you guys let me know. Are you Dunkin' or Starbucks? Like where do you lie? Because I know that this is like a piping hot, like this is a debate. This is a real debate. Okay. Next one. Pineapple does not go on pizza. I disagree. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, well, it depends. I have to be in a very specific mood because I love to dunk my pizza into ranch. Like that's just my vibe. I love taking my pizza, dunking it into ranch. I don't like doing that when there's pineapple on it. So I have to be in a very specific mood to want pineapple on my pizza because it means that I am okay with not having ranch. And typically I am never okay with not having ranch. And I will say eight out of 10 times, I will order a pizza without pepperoni on it. Like two of those times, obviously eight out of 10, I will go for it with the pepperoni or sorry, with the pineapple. And my typical pizza order is pepperoni and pineapple or it's just pepperoni. That's it. I don't like all of the extra stuff. I don't like it. I'm very simple in that way. I'm a very simple, basic eater, like, and not in a good way. Like I just like things plain. And so I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. 
it's just a texture thing. I don't know what it is. Well, I do. It's a texture thing. Um, but yeah, I don't mind pineapple on pizza, but again, I have to be in a very specific mood for it. So I would disagree. <laughs> okay. Next one. Nobody actually cares about what people are posting on social media. It is just a nice pastime. I agree to an extent because I do, you know, when it comes to like my hometown friends and the people that I'm close to, like I do genuinely enjoy sometimes like seeing what they're up to. It's a great way to connect when you can't like be in constant contact with each other, which I think, you know, could form the argument of like, why, why can't you just text them? Why can't you just call them? And quite frankly, it's just easier to see what they're up to on social media. Um, it just takes that step out of it, which is probably not great. Like it's great to be able to pick up the phone and just be like, Hey, how are you? I miss you. But, you know, being able to see the fun things that they're doing, like that's always enjoyable. Being able to see big life milestones like that I enjoy. I really love. Other than that, I'm good. Like <laughs> I'm I truthfully like I think that I agree with what you're saying. You know, everyone else in that regard, I don't really, you know, when it comes to like celebrities and stuff like that, like I really don't care. I really, really don't care. But again, I just find myself scrolling. My screen time, you guys, is actually insane. I think it's like eight hours a day I average. But here's the thing. I, this is what I would like to say about that. I watch a lot of YouTube videos on my phone. Like when I'm getting ready, when I'm doing my makeup, I'll just pull up a YouTube video on my phone. I think that equates to or a com or that, uh, you know, adds into a lot of the time. I also love to play this game on my phone. It's my guilty pleasure. I'm going to let you guys in on it. It's called Sally's Spa. It's a game. <laughs> I used to play this when I was like 16 and I just redownloaded it like two months ago. And it, you're basically like you own a spa and you just like give people uh, spa treatments and you it, it's so good. And so that has taken up a lot of my screen time, too. You didn't need to know that, but I decided to tell you anyways. OK, next one. Tipping is out of control and I stopped tipping for every little thing. OK, my thought on this is I have seen a lot of, again, those horror stories of people who are freaking out, you know, the DoorDash drivers, the Instacart drivers, the delivery drivers, like they freak out when they don't get tipped properly or where they feel like they aren't tipped properly. And so that I understand, like there's almost this entitlement of I deserve, you know, this or I deserve X amount or whatnot. Me personally, I always tip. I always do. I always, you know, feel like I want to tip people, you know, I feel like they're working, they're doing their job and like I'm going to tip them because I am like getting their service, whatever that is, whether that's like a restaurant or whether that's, you know, getting a coffee or whatever, like I'm going to tip. I've never encountered someone where they have given me attitude or like said something about my tip or whatnot. Um, and I think if that was the case, then I would definitely have a similar a similar reaction. I'd just be like, what the heck are you talking about? But because I haven't, I, again, I just, it's not something that I've experienced. So I don't really know, but I have seen again, those horror stories and like those videos and stuff into that. I'm like, yeah, no, that's like out of control. There's a sense of entitlement that people have when it comes with that. And, you know, I don't know. It's just so hard because you see the people with the entitlement and then you see the other side of it where it's like, no, they actually are doing a service and they should get compensated for that. Because I'm pretty sure like DoorDash drivers and people like that, like they only make money off of their tips. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard before that, you know, DoorDash people only make money off of their tips. So if that's the case, like I can understand why you wouldn't be happy when you don't have a tip. But when you're going into it, isn't it like 
do you tip before you do tip after because wouldn't you just not accept I don't know I don't really know how the lay of the land goes but I do agree I think that you know there are some people who have taken it too far and there's this expectation that you're required as a customer to tip constantly and I feel like it's more pressure than ever before like a few years back like there wasn't this constant pressure to tip and now there is and I know that in other countries and stuff like they just add the tip on like they just it's kind of like grouped into the check so you don't even have to do it so I don't really know what the happy medium to that would be but I know I agree there are when I see those videos and stuff I'm like yeah that's out of control that is insane next one I don't understand the hype around pumpkin spice season soup season is better in my opinion okay um first of all I love that I love soup too I really do um but when talking about pumpkin spice season first of all I just love fall in and of itself like when I think of pumpkin spice I think of fall I love fall or pumpkin scented candles and um I actually never went and got a pumpkin spice latte this year but I did have the pumpkin spice k-cup pods so I was having them like every morning I guess but I never went to Starbucks and got one but I know like when it comes to like the hyper around it I can do you mean that you just like fall in and of itself is like too much because like pumpkin spice everything or are you just saying like pumpkin spice the coffee itself and that we should replace that with soup like and have soup season because I love soup (laughs) really do I um Hayden and I made this homemade tomato soup the other day like two weeks ago or something and it was amazing it was so good so I understand because I love soup too I think both can coexist I really do I think that you can have soup you can have pumpkin spice take your pick take both enjoy why not okay next one people these days are way too sensitive everything offends everybody and people are soft I do agree with that I do think that people these days are way too sensitive I think that everyone or not everyone let me take that back not everyone there are a lot of people out there who are almost looking to be offended I think that there are people out there that are looking to take something the wrong way looking to find an insult in some way that they can relate back to them I think a lot of people these days almost enjoy having like this victim complex and I don't say that like you know lightly like I understand like I you know I do think that there are people out there who just are too sensitive and are like taking things way too personally when it's not about them and in turn it just kind of makes things worse because it's like it's just the the mindset of to me when I see things like that I'm like it's like how self-centered do you have to be to think that something like that is about you like I don't know I do think that people are taking things too personally sometimes and let me set the record straight there are times where it's like no like that's fucked up and that's not okay but that's not what we're talking about here and we are talking about the people that are just kind of looking again like looking to be insulted looking to find you know some sort of something wrong looking to be a victim in a situation where it's quite frankly not even about them in the slightest so I do agree with you I think people are too sensitive these days next one baby raccoons are one of the cutest animals I would have to disagree with you only because when I was younger I got traumatized by a raccoon there was one that was like hiding up in my tree in my front yard and it bit my dog and it like spit on me and so ever since raccoons have not been my favorite animal and they scare me like truth be like honestly like I'm sorry they really do and I just I like I think that they could be cute but they're just not to me I think if I didn't have one in my tree I would understand and I would be like no like that's that's kind of cute also but I don't know 
their the color of their fur is just not appealing to me because it just like I feel like they're like like I don't know it's not even the color of their fur it's like they just look I don't know I don't know what it is because they're kind of like I don't know. They just scare me. Let me just put it at that. They scare me. I don't like them. I'm sorry. But I'm glad that you think that they're cute. I'm glad that you think that they're cute. Next one. I lose interest in creators when they start a family. That is the tea. That is very interesting. I wonder why that is because you didn't say, but my... My guess maybe would be, well, it's one of two things. It's either you don't like the exploitation of children, which I completely understand. I think that there are some content creators out there, some family channels that definitely exploit their children. Um, And so I don't like that either. So I agree with you on that. Or is it just, I don't know. That's interesting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what it could be. I don't know what it could be. I would say when I watch, I don't really watch a lot of family channels. So maybe I agree with you on that because I never really enjoy family channels. To me, they're not like, they're just not my thing. Um, I don't really find any entertainment out of watching them. And again, like the whole like watching children thing has always been really weird to me. Um, The whole, you know, having kids on the internet that are like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, like it's just weird. Um, So yeah, I agree. I'm not very interested in them. I will say if there was a creator that, you know, I loved and had like watched grown up and, you know, then watched, you know, get married and have a family, maybe I would be different. But again, I've never experienced something like that. So I don't know. I don't know. That's very interesting. I would like for you to elaborate more. Can you DM me and elaborate more? Okay. Next one. My coworker doesn't like cheese, mac and cheese, et cetera. That is wild to me. I don't know. I I could not live without cheese. Like right now I'm doing no gluten, no dairy. And to tell you guys, it is so freaking difficult is not even like I'm not, I'm not joking. It is so difficult. And it's difficult because I love cheese. I love having cheese on everything. Like, and you forget how much cheese you eat. Like mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is my favorite. Or like Parmesan or pizza or anything. Like cheese and crackers, a cute little charcuterie board. Like I can't have it. I love cheese. That's an unpopular opinion. Very unpopular. Okay. Next one. People start celebrating Christmas way too early. This is very interesting because I feel like, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this year more than anything, people have been getting ready for Christmas. Like they brought out their Christmas decorations on November 1st. And here's the thing. I'm not here to harp on anyone. Like if you, I say that while I'm reacting to your unpopular opinions, but like what I mean by that is like, if taking out your Christmas decorations makes you happy, you know, life is hard. Life is tough. If you want to have your fucking Christmas decorations out, you do it. But personally, I like to wait until like mid-November. I do have a friend coming over this weekend and we're going to put up my Christmas decorations together. But I will say, you know, the getting everything out November 1st, I understand because you want to like prolong the feeling. You want to like prolong the holiday season. I get it because it does feel like Christmas goes by in a blip. Like it feels like it goes by super fast and then like Christmas comes and then it's over. And so you want to be able to prolong that feeling for as long as you can. So I get it. And it's very interesting. Like I have no feeling about this. I feel like if you want to put up your decorations, put up your decorations. If you don't, you don't. Like I love Christmas. Like it makes me so happy. So I I get it in a sense where you're like, I I don't know. 
I don't know. This is hard for me because I really do love Christmas and I love the feeling. I think it brings so much happiness and so much joy. I know it's really, really hard for some people to like the holidays are always really hard for a lot of people. So I can definitely sympathize with that. But I just know for me personally, like that feeling of like Christmas and seeing the decorations, like it makes me so happy. So, you know, seeing other people enjoy it too makes me also happy. So I understand where it's like you're moving too fast, but I don't know. I think it's kind of nice. Also, you guys, let me know what you, where you stand on this. Are you like team fake tree or are you team real tree? Like if you celebrate Christmas and you do the tree, like I have always done a real tree my entire life. This is the first year my parents are getting a fake tree and I've been contemplating getting a fake tree, but I almost feel like I'm too late to the game. I feel like I needed to get it like way back when, if I was going to get a good one, but I kind of feel like fake tree might be the way to go. I don't know. Let me know what you do. Okay. Next one. Rainy days are more enjoyable than sunny days. Here's the thing. If it is a weekend, like if it is a Sunday and if I have nothing to do, I want a rainy day. Like that's when I want a rainy day. But if it's like a Tuesday and I've got shit going on and like I have, you know, I have to be productive. I want a sunny day. Like I'm always so much more productive when the weather is nice because when it's not, I'm like, I just want to crawl in bed and just like curl up and not move. So I'm always a lot more productive on the nicer weather. And so if I have a lot to do, then I want nice weather. And if I don't, then obviously I want like rain and cold and all of that. Like the best, like my ideal perfect weather, like on a lazy day would literally be like a blizzard. That would be my ideal weather if that gives you any indication. Okay, last one. Showering at night is much better than showering in the morning. Okay, so personally, I always like to shower at night. I'm a big, big fan of showering at night because I like to get in bed feeling clean. Like I like to get in bed feeling like I've washed off the day and now I get to get on like my cute like pajama set and I get to get in bed and I'm all clean and I love it. So for me, yeah, I am definitely team shower at night over shower in the morning, but I will say a good like body shower in the morning to like wake you up or like, you know, I, I like to do like if I do a warm shower in the morning, I kind of want to go back to sleep. So like I like to do a cold shower in the morning because it just like wakes me up and apparently it's really good for you. So it's like painful in the moment, but it definitely wakes me up. It gets my day started, but I am definitely team shower at night. I just feel like it's more relaxing and I feel like especially on the days where like I go to the gym and stuff like I want to have that all gone like all the germs and all the just dirt and sweat and whatever like I just want it gone so there were times where I used to shower three times a day which is really I know you don't have to yell at me I know it's bad I would do it like in the morning in the middle of the day and at night I think I was going through something I don't know what it was <laughs> like I was definitely on I was not doing great at the time um and so I think my favorite showers though were the nighttime showers because it just like relaxed me like I was like warm shower I get in bed I'd have tea it was like just a part of the nighttime routine I also really like it because I think it leads me into like my skincare like I go in the shower I wash my face and then when I get out I do my masks my serums my oils like all of the stuff so yeah I'll go with you on that one. Showering at night is better than showering in the morning. But that, you guys, is going to be the end of me reacting to your unpopular opinions. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys had fun. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you haven't already, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly on the podcast every Thursday. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys, and I hope to see you there. Bye, guys. Thank you.